Hi, my name is Peyton Royal. And I'm Cadence McAllister. And today we're coming to you with the podcast Radiant Girls in the United States from 1917 to 1926. We feel like this is an important event in history and hasn't been talked about enough, and we are so excited to inform you about it. The Radium Girls were female factory workers who contracted radium poisoning from painting watch dials with self-aluminous paint. Painting the dials was promoted as ideally suited for delicate female hands, which is why no men worked in these radium factories. Radium was discovered 20 years prior by French physicists Marie Curie and Pierre Curie. It had been successfully used to treat cancer and was considered a radium miracle element. It was also used in commercial products like toothpaste and cosmetics. Onset of World War I, several factories were established across the United States where women worked to produce watch and military dials that they painted with radium. Painting with radium allowed the utilities to glow in the dark. Beautiful. The radium factories were located in New Jersey, Oregon, and Illinois. This was a well-paid job for many young women, so it was very easy for factories to recruit workers. The Radium Corporation, originally called the Radium Luminous Material Corporation, was engaged in the extraction and purification of radium from carnitite ore to produce luminous paints, which were marketed under the brand name Undark. The woman hired to paint the dials came to be known as the Ghost Girls. This was because the radium dust which they were exposed to on a daily basis made their clothes, hair, and skin even glow. Many of the women wore their best dresses on the job, so the fabric would shine brightly when they went out dancing or clubbing after work. The dials that they painted were extremely small, so they were instructed to use their lips to bring the brush to a fine point. When they asked about radium safety, they were assured by their managers that they had nothing to worry about and that it was safe to consume. Since the true nature of the radium had been kept from them, the radium girls painted their nails, teeth, and faces for fun with the deli paint produced at the factories. Radium girls began to experience physical changes due to the exposure. For example, Molly Magia painted in Orange, New Jersey, and her first symptom was a toothache. Then she had to remove all of her teeth. In growing numbers, radium girls became deathly ill. Many were experiencing symptoms like Maggie, but it is unknown how many died from the exposure from the radium. For two years, employers denied connections between work and their deaths. Even the U.S. Radium Corps denied its toll, and women continued to die. To the growing controversy, the company started to face a downturn in business, and because of this, they finally commissioned an independent study, which concluded that the workers had died from the effects of the radium exposure. Refusing to accept the reporter's findings, the company commissioned additional studies that came to the opposite conclusion. This discredited the girls who had been ill, so the public continued to assume radium was safe. It wasn't until 1938 when a dying radium worker, Catherine Wolfe Donahue, sued the Radium Dial Co. One way they were able to determine that radium was harmful was when the scientists dug up the ladies' bones and the radium girls were found to still be radioactive. Was that okay? Oh my god. The same physicist who had discovered radium, Marie Curie, realized the dangers of radium in 1976 after she suffered radiation burns while handling it. She then helped to put an end to the harmful profession, but eventually died from poisoning.
1925, pathologist Harrison Maryland developed a test proving that radium had poisoned the watch painters by destroying their bodies from the inside out. The radium girls sued their employer in 1917, but it wasn't until 1927 when an attorney Raymond Berry agreed to their case. Many of the watch painters had just months to live and were forced to accept an out-of-court settlement of $10,000 per worker. The radium industry tried to discredit Maryland's findings, but the girls themselves fought back. They were outnumbered, but they wanted to do something to help their colleagues who were still working with this deadly and poisoning substance. The U.S. Radium Corps was among the first company to accept responsibility for the health and safety of its employees. This led to a variety of reforms and the creation of the U.S. Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Radium was eventually banned in the 1970s because many of the workers developed bone cancer, usually in their jaws, but many so-called radium watches are still around today and can be considered antiques and even prized as collectibles. In 2019, the movie Radium Girls was streamed and many viewers were able to see the stories of these radium girls and how the... No. <laughs> can you keep the first part? In 2019, the movie Radium Girls was put on the big screen and was viewed by many all around. Girls were able to see different personal stories from these factory workers and see how they persevered and the challenges they faced. One of the stories highlighted in the movie was the story of May Kane. She was one of the last radium girls, but she quit working in the factory at age 18 in 1924. She had only worked in the factories for a few months, but she did not like the taste of radium and was not very good at painting the dials. Within two decades after she quit, she had lost all of her teeth. She passed in 2015, but lived to be 107. Another famous story is the story of Grace Fryer. Like many other women, she joined the workforce to give her efforts towards World War I. However, after some time working at a radium factory, she developed illnesses that eventually made her unable to walk. Determined to stop this profession, she led the women who fought against the radium corporations. Even though the girls were forced to accept settlements, their story was put on to front page news, which shocked the U.S., Grace passed in 1933 due to the radium poisoning, but she was a key factor in putting an end to the profession. We're so glad we were able to talk to you today about the radium girls and their stories. To us, it's so interesting to see how these girls were able to fight against a huge corporation and still come out victorious. Today, like Artie said, you can see their stories on the movie Radium Girls. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and thank you for tuning in.